You're listening to Mob Movie Podcast now with your hosts, Michael Mob Deep Benton and Philip Alfredo Corleone Shadburn. And now, your hosts. Hey, Phil. Hey. Hey, man. I like Fredo. <laughs> I know you do. He's <laughs> named after food. He's named after food. Like, okay, so my favorite people named after food uh, are mostly your cousins, which is kind of a, an oddity. Let's see. There's 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 Shrimp Scampy Shadburn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your one cousin with uh, three hands. Um, the third hand, of course, jutting out of the top of his head, yeah. <laughs> full, uh, full yeah. agility and yeah. great grip. <laughs> uh, the other one is, um, his name is Randall, except we like to call him Rigatoni Randall. Rigatoni Randall, because people don't know this and you know, it's, it's fuck them. It's, it's stereotyping, but they think because of your accent that you're not part of this thing of ours, my friend. Yeah, but the Shadburns, when they first arrived at Ellis Island in 1903, from the deep south of the boot. That, that's right. They were from the hill, my baby. And yeah. uh, Shadburn actually originally was uh, Shadburnanino. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not Italian. I'm a poser. It's kind of like mm-hmm. when I was in high school and I couldn't yeah. skateboard, but I would still wear vans and shit like that. Yeah. I'm not Italian. I'm Greek. Ah, go away. <laughs> go away. Get him to the Greek. Here. Get him to the Greek. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not great. Not great. No, no it was pretty great, actually. That's a, fucking, pretty good, yeah. that's a fucking funny movie. The, P- fucking P. Diddy. I told you, look, the only time... As you know, when it comes to Russell Brand, I don't find him funny, but no, I no. love his take on vaccines. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I love his take on politics. I, uh, oh, I just love listening to some pretentious fucking burnout. moron burnout who's just like, I lie, I'm manic. It's just like, yeah. no, thank you. We don't need a British wannabe Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need yeah. it. Don't want yeah, it. Jack Sparrow. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. Fuck yeah. off. The vaccines are killing us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are. And we'll get into that yeah. next week on uh, vaccine <laughs> hesitation. Yeah, well, apparently it's still going on. What are you talking about? Have you seen the videos? They're, they're going around again of like, it's like little white Republican women shaking and being like, this is what happened when I took the Pfizer. It's been two and a half years. And it's like, you like, lady, lying it's bitch. 20 degrees outside and you're naked. Yeah. That's why you're shaking. Yeah. And also you're a hardcore alcoholic. Yeah. You haven't had a drinking an hour and you're just like i need my brandy <laughs> brandy jesus yeah. uh you're a fine girl but you're a cruel mistress ladies and gentlemen yeah, welcome to true. mob movie podcast now starring your hosts mahmoul benton and phil just phil Leotardo. Phil Leotardo. phil Riotardo. <laughs> i was gonna say that but i didn't know <laughs> phil I called this episode of the podcast so that you and I may discuss a genre of film often talked about, but uh, 
como se DJ, not often respected as much as he should. Mm-hmm. The mob movie. Mm-hmm. Mafia, specifically, with Jay yes. Moore. Mafia. <laughs> Let's get that reference out of the way so we don't do it again. Look, we mainly talk about slasher movies. That's the one that everybody wants to hear from us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we do have to get back to it. That's where we yeah. pull in the biggest numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I keep trying to be like, yeah, but there's also action and comedy and drama and dramedy. And people are like, fuck you. Talk about stabby, stabby, slashy, slash. Stabby, stabby, slashy, 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 booby, booby. That's the equation. Yeah, that's the equation. Yeah, we got to talk about titties. But guess Mm -hmm. what mob movies have? Stabbing, slashing, and every now and again? Boobies. The titty. Yeah, you know, you got your gumar. You got your gumar, and she's going to whip out a little bit of the squirty, squirty, uh, you know, uh, the milky, milky titty thing. I'm gay. I don't know. Okay, yeah. That's what a gay guy would probably think that a tit. It does spray milk when they're like lactating, but it's not a. It's not constantly. No, no, no. It's not constantly doing that. But in my nightmares, which Mm -hmm. I have every night, it's Mm -hmm. a giant titty chasing me, squirting, and it's just squirting uh, alien blood. Okay. <laughs> like just, acid? just straight up acid. <laughs> yeah. I never understood that in uh, the movie. I was like, wait a minute. If his blood's acid, wouldn't it burn through the aliens? Oh, you don't seem to understand the intricacies of the xenomorphic endoskeleton. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a good thing that we're talking about mob movies because – Probably the greatest mob movie. You want a real hot take? Greatest mob movie ever made? Alien. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk, yeah. We'll talk about aliens next time you and you and I get around to doing another subject our fans love, sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Phil, I'm starting to think you and I need to talk about, sadly, only two types of movies. Slasher movies and sci-fi movies. That's, That's where the two S's. Those are the ones where we have the biggest fucking numbers, man. Yeah. Like and people uh, like sci-fi. Our advertiser, the advertisers love it. Just, like, just uh, the numbers are great. But look, mm. let's start with talking about the mob in general, and specifically, what we mean is probably La Cosa Nostra, the Italian American yeah. mob, right? Yes. Okay. So, I guess we got to explain what that is. Let's see. Let's see what Wikipedia says. Let's see. I'm pulling up Wikipedia. Mafia, a movie with Jay Moore and Lloyd Bridges. I told you we were getting that reference out of the way at the top. We're not doing that reference again. Okay. I fucking told you that. It's okay. I worked all day, which nobody else does. I'm the only person who works anymore. You're the only one working. Because <laughs> everybody, everybody else is a lazy piece of shit. Yeah, no, nobody <laughs> wants to work no more. Nobody. Like, that's not true. I don't know anybody who doesn't have a fucking job besides like one or two people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the American Mafia, commonly referred to in North American as the Italian American Mafia, the Mafia, or. The mob, the mob, the mob, 
Da Mob. Da Mob. We're here to yes. talk about Da Mob. I'm sorry I have a cold, but we're here still to talk about Da Mob. <laughs> we're here to talk about the bomb. I'm sorry, what? The blob. <laughs> oh, okay. The one from the 60s or the 80s? Because I like them both. The original. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of like the 80s one more. <clears throat> Are you serious? Why? It was bloodier. Oh, fair enough. Scarier. Fair enough. Yeah. It, it scared you because there was blood. Are you a, a, a hemophiliac or? Were... I know, no, no. Um, the blood makes me happy. It's the blob that doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And why is it doing all this? And how can it do it? And what is this? I'm scared of it because I can't identify what it is. Wait a minute! You literally just quoted the poster. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Come, come. No, no of like, course. Wow. It's not what it says on the poster. No, what is that, this? That Why be... is that? Help me. I'm scared. That doesn't say anything like that. I think it's more no, like, that would, that would it's like the neat. blob. It came from outer blob. You know. It came from blob town. It came from blob town. Great joke, Phil. Great Thank joke. You. Are you trying to fuck me in the ass right now? You won't let me. I won't let you. But I still shake my money maker every now and again. Okay. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> Phil, the mafia in the United States emerged in impoverished Italian immigrant neighborhoods. I'm literally reading the Wikipedia or ghettos in New York's East Harlem or Italian Harlem. Didn't know about that. The Lower East Side and Brooklyn. Okay. So turn of the, uh, the 20th century. Early 1900s, the Italians started coming over to America in massive waves, okay? And when they came over, they brought something along with them called the Black Hand. Now, the Black Hand was organized crime, hmm. okay? Not disorganized crime, <laughs> Okay. Is that a thing? <laughs> yes, it's a movie. You never oh, saw this. Oh my God, Philip. I just remembered one of my favorite movies we never talk about, and it sounds like you've never seen, is Disorganized Crime. <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> I'm excited about the, like, the, um, Oh, the God. way that you're taking it, because I'm like, wow, this has to be good. It's fucking so stupid. Uh, uh, it's a heist comedy film from 1989, and it stars. It's it's basically a bunch of like New Jersey tough guys who rob banks who meet up in a small town in Montana to just like you know like this one bank once a year has this big transaction. We're gonna rob them, right? And they get lost there. They don't know what they're doing. And then they wind up like one of them falls in love with a local chick. The other ones just hey. kind of wind up being like, ah, you know, maybe I don't need to do this anymore. Here's who's in it. Okay. <laughs> it's a huge fucking home run for late 1980s fucking casting. Corbin Burnson, already you know it's going to be good. <laughs> okay. Because we all know who he is. <laughs> I do, asshole. Okay. Who is he? He was in, uh, did you ever see uh, Major League? Yeah. Okay, well, he played Dorn. He was the, uh, I think I think he was an outfielder, maybe? He was the cocky one? He was the one who Charlie Sheen fucked his wife. Okay. Okay, that guy. Oh, no, I remember, yeah. I haven't That's, seen that movie in a while. 
I grew up watching that movie. You know, I grew up in a baseball house. Uh, that's a great yeah. fucking movie. We're going to do that eventually. Um, Corbin Burnson, Ruben Blades. Ruben Blades, you would know him if you saw him. Think of a more Latino, more badass version of... Um, Oh, God damn it. What's his name? What's his fucking name, man? From, uh, from, uh, City Slickers. Uh, you know, uh, which one? See, you're fucking not helping, are you? You're just not helping. Daniel Stern? Nah, not Daniel Stern. And obviously not fucking butt breath. Bruno Kirby. He's like a, he's like a Latino street style fucking Bruno Kirby, okay? I gotcha. I can almost imagine what he looks like but i'm like that's just bruno kirby with a tan then you've pictured reuben blades it's also got fred gwen Ooh, fred gwen fred gwen did you not hear what i just said mr gambini i was in the monsters that guy right up down that road road, there's gay sex down that road now that's where i'm going (laughs) that's where i'm going to the gay sex shack (laughs) <laughs> like I, I it's, we still have to bury my son phil i'm not done this is a i'm explaining the cast of disorganized crime to you on our mob movie episode next up ed o'neill ed, ed o'neill ed o yes fucking ed o'neill out there with ed o'neill I, al fucking bundy no sorry phil I have to one-up this. How can you one-up Ed O'Neill when you're explaining a movie from the late 1980s? There's nobody else more late 1980s than Ed O'Neill, you say, right? And guess what? I just topped it when I say... Ethan Embry. Lou Diamond Phillips. There you go, Lou Diamond Phillips. Ethan Embry? That's the 90s, you dumb cunt. I'm just kidding, because of the Ed O'Neill. Lou Diamond Phillips, my friend. Lou Diamond Phillips. La Bamba, baby. La Bamba, baby. That was the song. La Bamba, baby. La Bamba, baby. Got a little Bamba in me. La Bamba, baby. Yeah. Come on, baby, La Bamba in me. Anyways, so that was uh, that's my favorite mob movie of all time, Disorganized Crime from 1989. Hey, and it rhymes. Hey, it still rhymes all the time here on Mob Movie Podcast. Now, Philip, the mob. Now, uh, mob. you and I grew up in the South. Yes. And yes, there was the Dixie Mafia, but... It wasn't a cultural presence, right? Like, yeah, I, I don't know, like, what did they do? I don't really know anything about them. I was like, I like the other mob better. Dixie Mafia was not Italian-American, no. okay? The Dixie Mafia was straight up just white Southerners. A lot of them were... Uh, white supremacists or just no. or, but the, the, not a strong link that's not an immediate link there was that yeah. though yeah. Uh, for the most part the dixie mob was based in uh biloxi oh. mississippi okay but they operated throughout the southern united states since at least the late 1960s i'm reading from wikipedia again link is not included in today's notes i don't feel like it i work fucking 60 hours a week now okay god damn it i'm fucking exhausted philip Join the club brother no but it's different when it's me okay because i'm special i should only be working five hours a week and making 500 grand (laughs) 
man. <laughs> Somebody does that, and I want to kill them. Yeah, anybody making five hundred grand or more works zero hours a week. They're all pieces of shit who should be absolutely just. You they're know, all on TikTok. They're all on TikTok. Well, they're all they're, 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 that's a thing. Uh, Bryson sixty two. But no, the Dixie Mob. That was very specifically like like basically same thing as the uh, the uh, you know La Cosa Nostra, but it was mainly. You know, it was it was drug runners, fucking moonshiners, stuff yeah, like that. I, I, yeah. yeah. Okay, but that's not who we're talking about. Sadly, we'll get there one day. Your family will be represented, Philip. But uh, I might have some members, and I mean some family members in there. You never know. So, Phil, the mob. Yes. The mob. Now they've made movies about these fucking these. Pieces of work, yeah. These ruffians, these mongrels. These uh, these 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 ballyhoo engagers. Yeah, that's a phrase I just coined. I, say it again. Ballyhoo engagers. They engage in ballyhoo. They get okay. up to ballysodal fitness. Ba- yes, yes. The mob invented the modern day lady gem. Yes. Was this the 90s? Okay, Philip, look. When I was a kid, I loved three types of movies. Mm -hmm. Slasher movies. Action movies. Comedies, okay, yes. There's a fourth one, though. Mob movies. I fucking Mm -hmm. love mob movies. If you're an American... You too? Okay. If you're an American... You kind of love the idea of the mob, don't you? I'm the same way. It's like I know these guys are monsters, but at the same time, the lifestyle part of it, the just the like, just, just, yeah, just it's like, wow. Like, it's like, it's the, uh, it's, I can't explain it exactly. It's like the... Try. Uh, what do you got? Be a big boy. It's like the... Uh, a dream to have. It's like, wow, I'd love to be that guy. Besides all the murder. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like American dream kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it is the American dream. So the the first movie we could launch from there is obviously the godfather of mafia movies. Yeah. Goodfellas. Let's be honest. When I was a kid. I remember I was on an old movie review website. It, it probably still exists, but it's it's not Rotten Tomatoes, so nobody gives a shit anymore. It's not you know any of those. It's uh, it was called JoeBlow.com. It was for just movie geeks. This is like two thousand three. I remember Fuck that. Fuck that yeah. late nineties. Even it was one of the first big websites yeah. that at least I knew about. Right. And we had AOL. You sure? But it's when we had like five websites. Kids today. All right. There's a million websites, a billion. When we were kids, it's kind of like when our parents were kids and they're like, we had three channels. When we were kids, there were five websites. All right. There was AOL, Geocities, uh, Hardcore Violent Gay Porn, uh, Yahoo, 
and JoeBlow.com. Now, JoeBlow.com was just movie nerd shit. Okay. They were like, here's what's out. Here's what's coming out. Just think of Rotten Tomatoes, but there were reviews. There was a tab you could click on where you could look at uh, movie transcripts or any of your favorite movie, whatever your favorite movie is. You could find the script for the shooting script. You could read that. You could learn how to write scripts. They also had fucking quizzes and shit. So you could be like, all right, well, I'm super into slasher movies. Well, take this quiz, you know, early shit like that. It was so fun. You'd spend a whole, like just a whole day doing I that. I really miss the early internet, actually. Yeah, I do too. It was way more wild, but also niche, 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 niche enough that people, niche, yeah. that not everybody was on it, losing their minds, thinking vaccines yeah. or turning frogs yeah, gay, who well, then fuck like, you in the mouth while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a whole lot on it, so you couldn't really like lose your mind, but what you had was like, oh, look at this. Yeah, yeah rotten.com. Like com. Yeah, rotten. Yeah. Com. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was some fucked up. There was some wild shit on the internet back in the day. Yeah, there was E-Bombs World was another site. That's one like Hondro, games, right? Hondro knows that one. I don't know E-Bombs World that much because like I was Flash too busy games. uh, you know, having sex with women and being cool. At 10, yes. Yeah, man. Like tons of chicks just were into me, man. They really were. They're like, oh, look at little Mikey. He's cute. Yeah, and I'm talking like 28-year-olds. They'd be like, oh, you're so cute. And I was just like, just, all right, fuck it. Whip him out. Let's do it. Let me suck some teddies. I'm like, excuse me? Uh, Wait, are you 10? Nah, I'm a midget. <laughs> exactly, man. Uh, oh, well, they can't see us. I forgot to mention. I'm three foot one, and I wear a big diapy. And I smoke yeah. a cigar. I'm I'm Baby Herman from fucking uh you know uh, who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm actually a pirate with two peg legs. Well, you're a butt pirate who gets pegged by a woman named Legs. <laughs> yes, but I still have two peg legs. <laughs> you also do have two fake legs. That's when true. I have to bend down, I look like an end table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 When you have to bend down, you look like an end table. Well, because oh, oh, well, legs. no, honey, honey, um, you, you know, tables have four legs, not just two. Oh, that's oh, I right. I forgot to he, tell you. Yes, he. he just... I lost my <laughs> arms to diabetes, and they attached chair legs to them. Oh, did they? Oh, I love your doctor. I love your health insurance plan. <laughs> But they're smaller than the pegs, so it just looks like a skateboard ramp. <laughs> All right, look, mob okay. movies. Let's start with yeah. Goodfellas because obviously. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that when you think about the mob, you think about the the high rolling, drinking, eating yeah, good like food. Yeah, like the how lucky can one guy be kind of thing. Yeah, sure, exactly. The, the song we opened up with, right? Like yeah. you know, just like Tony Bennett and Sinatra and all that kind of stuff. And you're drinking fucking, you know, you know, just like just like hard scotch and stuff like that. And you're yeah. like somebody comes in with a big suitcase. Here's the million and. F- 
change we just made from the 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 lugubly heist, you know? And you're like, yeah, oh, the lugubly heist. Yeah. Hey, you low. And you're like breaking up big stacks of fucking money amongst everybody. But I yeah. keep most of it for myself. Now, you put this money to good use, good, uh, 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 you know? <laughs> kind of Why don't you take your wife somewhere nice to eat? Oh, and you by the way. $10 bill at him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and by the way, you hand him a big stack. Should take a Gumar somewhere nice too. Versus <laughs> five dollars. They're just fucking no. What? No. The joke I'm being kidding. that the Gumar makes gets more than the wife yeah. because well they should. No, they shouldn't. These are cheating I, idiot assholes. Oh shit. Okay, I'm look, joking. we have to pop the bubble here. The people in Goodfellas are fucking sociopathic pieces of shit who will murder each other for an extra five bucks. That's like the, the point. The point of the movie. We'll get there, but let's start with Goodfellas. The point of Goodfellas is not, oh my God, what a great lifestyle. I'm so glad I could have that. I want that. Please let me have that. Yeah. The point of Goodfellas is looks can be deceiving. So they're, when they're all doing good, yeah, sure, man, dude, it's a great life. Then before yeah. you know it, Maury's getting fucking whacked. Fucking Tommy gets fucking whacked. You know, fucking uh, Robert De Niro's trying to kill fucking Ray Liotta, and he eventually won. You know, he just had to wait until enough arteriosclerosis built up in uh, Ray Liotta's heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's that De Robert De Niro for you. He's just fucking playing the fucking long game. You know, it's a fascinating fucking world. And Goodfellas is one of those movies. We're going to do it eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's have one of the, to. we have to. I mean, my God, it's really weird. We haven't done it yet, but it's so big. It might be like a four parter. Could be. Well, it's kind of like what we did with Terminator 2. Too Tough to Terminate with me and Hondro. That was a two-parter, but to be honest, that was supposed to be a 10-part series. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be a 10-part series for HBO Max. But uh, I guess it just fell off the back of a truck, and they just fucking... I guess our number fell off the back of a truck, because they never called me fucking back. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crate of eggs. It's a crate of eggs. Fell off the back of a truck. Jesus, egg prices, huh? Hey, let's be uh, let's be top of yeah. it. I uh, see. I got. I think I paid six dollars for a fucking dozen, and I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'll have one egg a month. Guess <laughs> I'll have an egg a week." I know. I know, man. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, but I see people being like, thanks, Biden. It's like, yes, Biden intentionally increased the price of eggs because he hates being president he's, <laughs> he, he's the egg master he's the egg master you fucking retards um anyways goodfellas well let me ask you this we've already said goodfellas and it's because of the lifestyle fuck dude same thing with the sopranos yeah right there are times where it's like man look at the lifestyle but the sopranos yeah. does that's different phil the sopranos Look, Goodfellas is designed for you to get drunk and high off of their lifestyle for the first hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, even when Henry goes to prison, it is, like, better yeah, than still, most people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> they had their own kitchen that they could cook in. They had all the stuff. 
Yeah, they were getting into like J&B scotch and all yeah. the fresh fucking, you know, dried cured Italian meats. And yeah. he was he would he would slice the garlic so thin it would dis- it would liquefy in the pan. Yeah, of course. But I want to try that. Yeah. Here's how this movie ends. Everybody's dead or in jail or has to live in the worst place ever designed. The suburbs. Florida. <laughs> I mean, I think he was in like fucking like uh, like you know the, the South somewhere. I yeah, I, I thought it was Florida, like some like small yeah. I, oh, was I it Florida that, where Henry yeah. lived at the end? Yeah. But Goodfellas, well, let's back up. Let's go one by one here, because we're feeling frantic. Yeah. All-time favorite mob movies, top five. Phil, we're going to go one by one here. Okay. Okay? So, you, you little shithead, (laughs) you go. I'm sorry for saying that, by the way. I love you. Okay. Oh, you don't love me back? Oh, I love you. Hey, maybe you'll fall off the back of a fucking truck, my friend. Eh? <laughs> fall off the back of an egg truck, just like my father and me, uh, his father before. Oh, you goddamn Welshman! Yeah, or <laughs> me father. He yeah, that's why you, an egg truck. That's why you could never be made. You know, yeah. it's because you're you're half Welsh. <laughs> imagine if Jimmy Conway was. Imagine if Jimmy Conway was half Welsh. <laughs> he's just like he's not even like Jimmy Conway. He's like Jimmy from the Flair and the Flair. Yeah, <laughs> all those bullshit ass fucking Welsh names. Phil, what's your top five? Number five. We're counting down here. Okay, so number okay, five, so all the way down to five. one. Let's be honest. Okay. Number one's Goodfellas. So shut the fuck up. Exactly. Number five favorite. What's your number five favorite mob movie of all time right now, you angry little shithead? Untouchables. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, Go on. Tell me about it, boy. Yeah. I actually, it's kind of crazy. I I think when I. Yeah, you were texting me as you were watching it. I was like eight, and I was like, yeah, get him, pow, pow, pow. And (laughs) later on in my life, I was like, leave them alone. They're just trying to sell liquor to to people. And so I was like, I don't like this movie. It's pro cop. Like just like years of like in my 20s. And then I watched it now and I'm like, it's just a modern Western. It's amazing. Ooh, I like that. I never thought of it that way because it's Brian De Palma and it's not made in a Western way, but there's uh, that the music, scene. Though, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ennio Morricone. Yeah, it is Ennio Morricone. That's right. In fact, you know what? Let's play a little bit of the fucking soundtrack, man. So it's very, yeah, it's, it's like influenced a lot with, uh, yeah, like, westerns but it kind of was like it like in the 30s this is the soundtrack this is the main theme by Ennio Morricone 
to the untouchables. Oh, and dude, can I be honest? My favorite... My favorite scores of all time are by Ennio Morricone. I just, they're so flashy and fun. Oh, uh, listen to it for a sec. Phil, you just blew my fucking penis, but also my mind. And the reason yeah. I say that is, um, I had, you know, The Untouchables was always a big movie for me. I know it wasn't, I, and you and I talked earlier this week. It wasn't as much for you after a while, like you just said. But yeah, I and, always and like. I've always well, hold on. I just wanted yeah. to say I, I've always loved it, right? And people make fun of the Untouchables because the fashion is kind of over the top. It's it's kind of, it's a it's a Brian De Palma movie. It's almost movie. Dick Tracy. Yes, it is almost Dick Tracy. Exactly is what people say. That's a very good point. But you blew my mind here because I never realized how goddamn Western influenced it is. But I want to point out one scene in particular, which is the scene in uh, the Untouchables where they go to. Uh, the Untouchables themselves, Kevin Costner, Sean Connery, that one dorky character, and... Uh, My favorite in the movie. Me too. Everybody's. Dude, he's the best. I love yeah. him. And, of course... Uh, uh, he's from... Uh, I think he's from Close Encounters. He is, actually. He was one of the government guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, of course, everybody's favorite actor of all time, Andy, Andy Garcia. Garcia. <laughs> yeah. But there's a moment where there's a moment in there, obviously Garcia, uh, where they go to cut off the uh, resupply between the Canadians and the uh, the, the the Chicago outfit, right? The yeah. the, the, the mob, but in Chicago they were called the outfit. And they ride up on horseback. And you're yeah. right. It's an extremely fucking like Louis L'Amour so level Western, fucking Western scene. Yeah. It is gorgeous. It's wonderfully They're shot. Coming up the hill and the other ones are coming like uh, and then you've got the other ones coming from the other side which was a uh, What's the the Mounties? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Mounties, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The and Mounties. they all meet. There's a big shootout, and they capture the bookmaker for Capone, and that's how they bring him down. Of course, was yeah. with a uh, uh, tax evasion, right? And just like they're doing to poor old Andrew Tate. No, that but that guy, uh, <laughs> that guy that they got. Yes, right? the, that ugly character he's, actor. He's he's from Bushwhacked. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Philip has only seen really bad movies, so let me put this into words you'll understand. Do you guys remember Daniel Stern? He was kind of a big deal 30 years ago. He was one of the wet bandits in uh, Home Alone 1 and 2. And uh, Little Monsters. Okay, again, he names a movie nobody knows. I'm trying to name the big ones sure, to put it yeah, in no context. Butt breath! I'm trying to put it in context for normies, not fucking weirdo film geeks like you and me who can talk about little monsters. A fucking Howie Mandel movie? That's not a huge hit. It was huge to you and me. I'm just trying to explain. Fred Savage. <laughs> I know what Fred said. I'm saying that this Actually, was not a big movie. 
it had both the Savage Brothers. I'm about to end this episode and then call you and apologize for overreacting. So give me two seconds. All I'm saying is that he was also in a movie called, uh, that Daniel Stern was also in a movie called Bushwhacked, which is horrible. I'm sure Philip loves it. Probably watched it yesterday. Love it. I'm surprised I don't own it. I am too. I am surprised you don't own it. But... Uh, where he plays a scumbag who winds up leading a troop of Boy Scouts up a mountain, okay, while he's running and trying to evade the police. Anyways, I love The Untouchables. That is an all-timer. That is an all-fucking-timer of a fucking mob movie. And uh, Robert De Niro as Capone, he did it again, dude. And he's going to show up a couple times on my list, and I'm sure yours too, because we both know where this is ending, our top five mob movies. But... That was Phil's number five. Time for my number five. And I'm going to start with the theme song. Because theme songs in mob movies are iconic. But this one, maybe not as much. But if you know it, you know it. So here it is. This is my number five. Favorite mob movie of all time. by Carter Burwell. Now, to be fair, it's the Irish mob versus the Italian mob in a made-up city. It's Miller's Crossing. Because that was mine, too. That was my number four. That's your number four? That's fucking hilarious. I watched that again, actually, like last week. All right, so it's my number. So it's my number five. It's your number four. It's one of my all-time favorite Coen Brothers films. Now, Miller's Crossing. For those of you who might not have seen it, go see it. Uh, go to the theater. It's still in theaters. No, but uh, uh, rent it tonight. Stream it. You will love it. Miller's Crossing is about. It's about a lot of things because it's the fucking Cohen brothers, right? And there's yeah. this allegory or this visual metaphor about a hat floating through the forest. But here's what it's about, basically. It's about the Irish mob fighting it out with the Italian mob. And then you've got a guy who's basically, he's the genius, right? They call him the brain. Yeah. And it's played by um, uh, Gabriel, Ga- Byrne. Gabriel Byrne. Thank you. And it's some of the all-time performances. Early 90s film, just before the Coens broke big with Fargo. And it is genuinely one of the smartest, most beautiful, fucking, wonderfully shot films ever. Yeah. uh, Oh, John Polito is in it. John Polito, holy shit. He is so amazing in it as uh, basically the... Gotta get the brains to spray everywhere. No, what he says is, uh, he says, I try and teach this to all my boys. Always put one in the brain. Right. Like, he's so fucking good. There's a gay love affair. There's a gay love affair between uh, the hitman of the mob and, uh, and Steve Buscemi. It deals with really interesting themes that aren't normally explored in mafia movies. It's like if a European made an american mob movie no i agree yeah and it's yeah it's oh oh so weird kind of mob movie 
It's also just funny as hell because it's the Coens. It's just fucking yeah, hysterical. The, um, the, the uh, uh, this with the uh, what's that guy? I don't know. Danny boy. Yes. With the Tommy gun. Oh, that is one of shooting at the one guy well, like the whole clip. He's just like that's right, Albert right. Finch. That's Albert Finch. Uh, okay. Playing one of the great Irish mob characters ever. One of the great mobsters of all time. Yeah. And a hit squad comes to his house, and he roundly defeats them in a, them in a brutal brutal the best sequence i've ever seen in a film featuring a tommy gun yeah i would argue yeah. that and i am pretty sure i would win like that scene is fucking that balls fucking, to the wall I love, that's this that is every time i'm like i'm I'm like, oh boy, here comes the part with the Tommy gun. Like every time I fucking watch me it. Me too. Me too. I just, I, I adore it. It's ever since I was a kid and I was a young kid watching it and none of my really? friends watched it. Yeah. I found it really young because I didn't know that it was a movie till like a couple years ago. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think I was the one who told you about it. I think. Yeah. It was you. Yeah. It yeah, I must you. have been raving about it. I just I adore it so much. My God, yeah. I love that movie. But it was one of those situations where your parents had like a DV had a excuse me, excuse me, here's how old we are, a VHS tape for yeah. a movie that was not like a big hit like The Lion King, but one of those VHSs they had for like a middle of the road movie that you watched dozens of times and know very well type situations that yeah. Kids don't have now, like pre-streaming shit, you know? And my parents had, for some reason, Miller's Crossing. They didn't even watch. My dad found that movie boring. Uh, I love it. It's one of my, yeah. again, it's my number five mob I, movie my ever. number four. Okay, well, your number four is checked off the list, so it's time for my number four then. Donnie Brasco. Have you ever seen Donnie Brasco? Never seen it. Phil? That's interesting. Never seen it. Okay, so here's the basic plot, okay? It's with Al Pacino, and again, another name that's going to pop up, I'm sure, a couple times here. Al Pacino and... Johnny Depp. John, John, excuse me, Jonathan Deep. And, okay. Um, that's his, you know, he's weird. He changed his name he, again. Yeah. My name is Jonathan Deep. My name is uh, Jonathan Deep. Yeah. He's also Elvis. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Johnny yeah. Deep. <laughs> I came back after my daughter died. Yeah. In my spirit. Now I'm with. Now I'm with a Johnny, Johnny Deep. Johnny Deep. Johnny Deeply. Um, yeah. Anyways, it's a true story about a guy. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Joe Pistone, who was an FBI agent who went undercover as Donnie Brasco and uh, infiltrated the, I believe, Chicago Mafia. In the 1970s, I believe, the 70s. maybe early 80s, even it's okay. remember the 70s into the 80s is when the RICO Act was passed, where you could if you prove that a bunch of people were working together on a crime, you could charge all of them with the same crimes. Doesn't matter if they committed it. Ah. And that's what essentially brought to its knees the American Mafia. 
And this was a massive case that happened in Chicago where Johnny Depp, uh, his character, Joe Pistone, goes undercover as Donnie Brasco. And he becomes really good friends with uh, Lefty Ruggiero, who's like kind of a middle middle of the road gangster. He's he's older in life. He has a quiet life. He's not that successful at you know you know all the crimes that his, the mob yeah. does. But he shows him how the whole fucking game works, and that's played by Al Pacino. And it's a movie about betrayal, and it's a movie about going in too deep because eventually uh, Donnie Brasco, FBI agent, mind you, he goes so deep that even the FBI doesn't know where he is. They don't know the crimes he's actually starting to commit because he's getting really into the mob life. So I'm about to play for you a little one-minute scene from the movie. It's the fucking, if you've seen this movie, Phil, you've got to, you'll fucking love it. It's not Goodfellas, it's not a Scorsese where it's flashy and fun. It's more kind of paint-by-numbers, kind of just down the middle of the road based on a true story-style film, but it's really fucking interesting. And this scene is where he's talking to... I believe a fellow FBI agent, I think. And he's explaining what forget about it means. He's explaining mob language, right? Mm -hmm. And he's explaining their usage of the term forget about it. Here it is. It's only a minute, but it's it's fantastic. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for it. Okay, so Liberty Mutual was heavily involved in the mob. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Probably. I'm still not paying for fucking YouTube Premium. Fuck off. All right? But also definitely... Hey, that's a, that's a crime, my friend. All right, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. You're doing an amazing job, you know. What? I mean, we all think so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I don't for crying out loud. <laughs> hey, can I ask you something? What? What's forget about it? What is it? Forget about it. It's like uh, if you agree with someone, you know. Like Raquel Welch is one great piece of ass, forget about it. But then, if you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. You know? But then, it's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like Mingiro's peppers, forget about it, you know? <laughs> but it's also like saying go to hell, too. Like, you know, like, uh, hey, Bully, you got a one-inch pecker, and Bully says, forget about it. Forget about it. Bully, forget about it. <laughs> Sometimes it just means uh, forget about it. All right. Thank you very much. I got it. Let me tell you something. I don't get this bow for Lefty. What? Forget about it? Fucking forget about it. There it is. Forget about it. Forget about it. Um, uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, forget about it. That's if Popeye was in the mob. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's my number four. It's a sleeper. It was slept on, but uh, forget about it, man. Donnie Brasco, uh, forget about it. It's a classic. What do you got, Phil? For three? 
for number three, my friend. My farty, stinky fucking friend. <laughs> well, um, okay. Come on. Let's get real. Be a big boy. Come on. What do you got? What's your number three? What's your number three? Hope of Ranch <sighs> Village. Oh, my God. Technically oh, a mob movie. Yeah, fine. Fucking idiot, asshole, piece of shit. I'm talking to myself, by the way, because I should have fucking picked that. My God, yeah. they took my thumb, Charlie. That's one of my favorite fucking movies. And you know what? Can I be honest with you? Donnie Brasco, forget about it. It's fucking Pope of Greenwich Village is my number fucking four. Why didn't I say that? Why didn't I say that? Philip, Pope of Greenwich Village. Yeah. Uh, he's got a chest burster. Yeah, and like a little... Dildo. A little dildo pops out of my chest. (laughs) Yeah. I was wondering where that went. (laughs) It's a demonic. All dildos are demonic if you really know how to use them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, dude. Pope of Greenwich Village is one of the greatest fucking, like, you know what, man? When I watch the Pope of Greenwich Village, I'm like, I feel like a fuck. And this is going to sound so toxic, and I'm using that word specifically. When I watch that movie, I'm like, I'm a fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that movie makes me feel fucking cool as shit, dude. That yeah. movie is infectious. It's vibe, dude. It's Mickey Roar when he was, oh. like, on top. Excuse me. Let's just say, not, gay or straight, Mickey Rourke when he was fucking gorgeous. My God. Oh, my yeah. God. The opening scene where he's fucking, he's like in the mirror and he's popping his collars and he's putting yeah. on the fucking cufflinks and he's like. And now he looks, and now he looks like he's made of silly putty. Well, yeah, yeah. Now he looks like <laughs> fucking Kathleen Turner. <laughs> yeah. Just skinnier. <laughs> Oh man, Pope of Greenwich Village. I'm trying to think like favorite fucking scenes, but uh, let, let's explain it. Pope of Greenwich Village is one of the great slice of life tales. Mm-hmm. You know, it's from 1984, I think. And I'm not sure on the date, really. And it stars uh, Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. I almost said Tony Roberts. The only Roberts. good thing he's ever been in. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I can't think. Oh, he was also in, like, you know, the, the Batman Begins and shit, but he didn't do it. Oh, anything yeah. Either. As Carmine It Falcone. was Ramirez. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. he's just fucking fine. But it's his movie. It's Mickey Rourke's movie, but it's his movie. But you know who else is in it? Daryl Hannah, dude. And she is fucking fine as shit in that movie, dude, as uh, Mickey Rourke's dancer girlfriend. And, of course, everybody – who's the crime boss in this one, Phil? Come on. A guy by the name of Burt Young. Burt Young, Uncle Polly from fucking Rocky himself. Is in this movie as yeah. Bedbug Eddie. Bedbug Eddie. I, I fucking love. Two sco- I love that name. Two scoops, yeah, Bedbug. Bed yeah, two scoops of sugar, Bedbug. You know, they took my thumb, Charlie. That's the scene. I would. I'd be like, like if I was, I'd be like, no, I don't want my my nickname to be Bedbug. That's a gross bug. 
cop shit his pants. There's a scene in there where Eric Roberts wants to get back at some fucking shit heel fucking beat cop, right? So he goes to the bar that that cop goes to every day for lunch to have two, I think, whiskey gingers. And when the cop goes to the bathroom in between his first drink and his second drink, Eric Roberts sneaks up and he puts in a horse, uh, not dewormer. He didn't put in ivermectin. Yeah. That would have made that cop super healthy, apparently. Um, yeah, he would have got the cold. <laughs> yeah. uh, what does he put in there? Uh, horse uh, make you go poopy stuff. What's that called again? <laughs> um, uh, not diuretic. Laxatives. Uh, laxatives, thank you. And the cop drinks the drink, goes, ah, and then he's like, oh, and then he goes running out in the street, and then he just stops and he sits down. And Eric Roberts is just screaming, "Cop shit his pants!" Yeah, Cop shit his in the street. Yeah, one of the great all timer. But that's not the scene I want to go to. Phil, have you ever seen a movie where you can tell that entire movie was based on that one scene? Uh, like, like a scene so good in a movie that you're like. The whole movie is about that scene. Okay, yes, yes, That's yes. the fucking scene of that movie. Let yeah. me see if I can find this. Okay. It's not easy. Yeah. What, are you going to go pay? I can. Go pay. Go pay, you piece of shit. I'll look it up. I'll talk to the audience. They love me. They fucking love me. Entertainment. It's Entertainment. That's it. It's a scene with the actor Kenneth McMillan. Now, basically, the 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 thing with um the Pope of Greenwich Village is it's about low life characters living in. Sorry, I'm trying to find this fucking scene, and it's really annoying me that it's not immediately popping up. And it's annoying because it's the greatest scene in this fucking movie. Is it really not here? Are you going to fuck me? Is that what you're doing, Bed Bug Eddie? Are you fucking me? Uh, What's happening? I'm trying to talk to them for a minute because I'm trying to find a goddamn scene. And I cannot find it. And it's like the best scene in the fucking movie. Talking about uh, the Pope of Greenwich Village. or Pope of Tell me some of your favorite stuff from it, Poop Pants. Well... Uh, who's the old guy that they... Kenneth uh, McMillan, the, uh, yes. the, the the diamond thief, yeah. I love that guy. And I'm trying to find the scene where he tells I'm his wife... scene with him, okay. With him and Jesus. his wife. I know, and don't don't say what it is, because if I can find it, it's yeah. so... Yeah. It's Sweet. so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Uh, wife Subway, maybe that helps, because okay. it's when he's leaving town forever, and my God... My, oh, God, it's so good, and I can't find it. Philip, one of the great scenes in film history, and I can't find it. I'm a piece of shit. Actually, it's not your fault. It's the Internet's fault for not having it. Yeah, but come on, YouTube. What the fuck, dude? I wish I had looked this up earlier instead of fucking slowing everybody down to a goddamn standstill. Will <laughs> no, they or won't they find the video? I know. I know. Well, they apparently fucking won't. Oh, I could cry right now just remembering the scene. It's like that good. 
But also, yeah. you can find plenty of clips of Daryl Hannah, uh, you know, in her panties and shit from the movie. And understandably, yeah. she She's was married a- to Neil Young now. Poor girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> married to that you, that Rogan hater. <laughs> I'm just messing. Kenneth McMillan, though, the old actor, he's so fucking good in that movie. It's it's absurd. It's it's absurd. It's absurd. You know when things are absurd? I, yeah, I think. It's like that. It's like that, my friend. Anyways, look, Pope of Greenwich Village can't find the fucking scene. Whatever. But it was, you know, just trust us. It's amazing. Okay, so that's your number three. Well, my number three's ticked off the list, so I'm going to my number two. What was my number three? The Untouchables. Okay, and now it's time for my number two, which I just made in my pants. That's embarrassing. We might have to cut that. Um, I just made a lot of number two in my pants, to be honest with you. Like a lot of number two. Like the most amount. Of number two, I was just buying time until I could find the song. Phil, tell me what movie this is from, and you'll know my number two. <laughs> Phil loves my number two, by the way. Godfather two? Or is Godfather one? You can't tell the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, it's Godfather 2. Godfather for me is not on the list. I fucking adore it. It's, it's not on mine. It's not on yours either. I love The Godfather and I love The Godfather 2. I love The Godfather 2 more because I just feel it's so much more I think it's the most about America of any of the movies on this list. Okay, yeah. So what I mean by that is it's about the immigrant the immigrant experience, right? So it shows when Michael Corleone is younger and he's played by again Robbie Bobby D. He's on the yeah. list again. Robert De Niro as a young Michael, excuse me, uh, uh Vito Corleone. And also it flashes back and forth between young Vito Corleone basically establishing a whole family in, you know, lower Manhattan in the early 1900s going up against the black hand and all of that. It's so good. And then it flashes forward to the, I'd say mid to late 1950s where Michael Corleone, he's now the head of his father's entire vast fucking empire. And he's out in uh, Nevada and he's going up against the gambling commission and uh you know the the, the government uh, you know hearings and stuff about organized crime and you really see michael corleone he's no longer selling his soul you're seeing a man who sold his soul and is watching the the impact that makes on the family his genuine family, not the crime family, but like literally his wife and kids. And it's it's a uh, it's depressing, it's magisterial, it's it's fucking royal, it's gorgeous. I fucking I mean, how do you not love The Godfather too? I had to put it on there. I feel almost yeah. hacky, but I ha- you can't I, not that, put that's it on why there. I didn't. I mean, it should have been, but at the same time I was like, I don't want to add that. 
I get it, but then I was like, oh, no, I have to add that as my number one. Look, that's my number one, too. But what's your number two also? (laughs) Uh, I I actually had a really like I had to. Hold on. okay, it's going to be Boondocks. It's going to be it's going to be Boondock Saints. Let's just say it. It's Boondock Saints. (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) I I love I was like, should I add this? As a mob movie, or yeah, sure, like a noir. Well, it's it, it's 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 noir, but it's also a fucking mob movie. Look, look, yeah. noir and noir was often about mob stuff. I I yeah, get it. You get. I love Tracy. it. <laughs> I love Dick Tracy. Oh, I ain't giving you and any shit be because it was so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, Big Boy Caprice. Again, who's on the list? Al Pacino. And uh, can I play Big Boy Caprice? Yes, his character is... And he's only in it for probably 15 minutes, maybe even less of screen time. He's, He's not in it much, but when he's in it... My fucking God, dude. It's it's one of the funniest things. It's the funniest thing Al Pacino's ever done. Big boy did it. Big boy. Oh, my God. There's so much. I mean, again, explain to them what is Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Well, Dick Tracy originally was like a comic. It was a newspaper comic. Yeah, newspaper comic uh, from the, I don't know, the fucking 30s. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, around yeah. that time, it was the funny pages. Grandparents time. Yeah, it was in the funny pages on Sundays. Yeah, and then uh, I probably had a radio show or whatever too. And then they made a movie of it in the was that the nineties. I think 80s? it was nineteen. It was either eighty or eighty nine or nineteen ninety. But let me check. Let me check. Dick Dick Trachey. Dick Tracheotomy. Yeah. Um, LOL. Aren't I a stinker? Big boy. 1990. And it stars Warren Beatty, Al, uh, Al, Al Capone, Al Capuccino. Al Capuccino. <laughs> and, uh, and Madonna. Oh, my God. I love Madonna. Oh, I love Madonna. She's so friggin' boing. Boing. <laughs> <laughs> hookah, hookah, ooh, 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 yeah, okay. I like that. I like the classic cartoon. <laughs> Smacking yourself over the head wolf. with a frying pan. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the horny wolf in a zoot suit. It's so funny, too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So here is Al Pacino, and it's a real quick little 30 second scene, but it's, it's all, it makes me laugh so fucking hard. It's him as Big Boy Caprice. But the, the, the main thing the film is known for is the insane amount of prosthetics that every actor had to wear, except for Warren Beatty, who just had to wear a big, silly yellow coat. I'm fucking watching this the second we're done recording, by the way. I I think I am, too. I fucking love Dick Tracy. You reminded me how much I love this movie. I made sure that I got the fucking Blu-ray of it. But again, basically, Dick Tracy is about a uh, a, uh, a detective who wears a big, bright yellow overcoat, and yeah. he cracks the yellow hat. Yes, and he cracks day. Yes, and he's got a uh, he's got a monkey as his curious best friend. Yeah, yeah, he's got a curious little little monkey with him, always getting up to no good and 
hurling his poop at people when he's agitated. Yes. But who doesn't? And he cracks I, I down know. he cracks down on organized crime in uh I don't know, Metropolis, some fake fucking city. Some fake city like like Judge Town or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. Town or something. Something stupid like that. Um I forget the name of the town. The town is, yeah, it's Bumville, okay? But here's, Al Pacino has a star fucking turn as the crime boss, big boy Caprice, and, well, I'll let him do the acting for us, okay? Because it's fucking great. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, wait, sorry. The thing was on mute automatically, and that's, that's on me. I'm sorry, guys. I feel so fucking stupid that uh, you tried playing the video and it was on mute, Phil. And Sometimes that happens. I know. I know. All right, here it is. All right. All right, that's enough. I want him dead. Both of them. I want this no-face dead and I want Tracy dead. What's the matter? You bums forgot how to kill people? Doesn't your work mean anything to you anymore? Have you no Doesn't sense no of pride in what you do? No sense of duty? No sense of destiny? I'm looking for generals! What do I got? Foot soldiers! I want Dick Tracy dead! (laughs) (laughs) He's so fucking... Oh, and dude, I mean, our boy shows up in there as Flat Top. Come on. William Forsyth, baby. William Forsyth, baby. 30 seconds, no more dick. 30 seconds, (laughs) no no more dick. dick. (laughs) I mean, everybody's in it. Warren Beatty. Uh, excuse me, uh, 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 Warren Beatty, yes, but yeah, um, not Ned. Ned Beatty sadly is not in this film. He's too busy being molested in the words. But <laughs> uh, okay, so that's your number two, Phil. I here's how we should do this because we know what it is, and don't fucking say it okay. until I say we say it. Okay. No, no, you gotta say okay, boss. <laughs> okay, bass. <laughs> no, it's bass. <laughs> okay, bass. <laughs> you know he's a singing bass. That's that's who the boss is. Right? <laughs> yeah. Take me to nice. the river. Yeah, exactly. Of course, that's the reference I'm making. Okay, so we say our number one on three. We say our number one on three because okay. we know what it's gonna be. And we have to do it like this. Good fellas, you ready? Our okay. number one movie, and I don't know yours, and you don't know mine yet. Okay. <laughs> so here's a little drum roll. Our number one pick for greatest mob movie of all time is one, two, three. Good fellas. Okay. Really? You picked the same one as me, Grant? All right. Fuck. Thought that's what we were going to do. Fucking hypocrite piece of shit. So it's your number one favorite. You actually like Goodfellas. This was a test. This whole episode. Goodfellas sucks, dude. Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day. That's the <laughs> fucking winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How do you not say Goodfellas? I, 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 I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like, okay, so like I hear you, like you felt like it would be kind of hacky if you wrote Godfather one or two. And I love Godfather one and two, but No, and I hear you, but it's not one that you return to a bunch at all, is it? No. Okay. For no, me I mainly return to Goodfellas and Dick yeah. Tracy and 
and Miller's Crossing. <laughs> and Miller's Crossing. Look, I don't give you shit for it. Look, man, kind of be honest. Godfather 2. It's my number two, and it's fitting because it's the second Godfather. I mean, for Pete's, for, for Pete's sake, it makes sense. Having said yes. that, the Godfather 2 is kind of like for the mob genre it's kind i hope this makes sense and it's the same director uh you know uh, 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 mcg who made these movies Um, (laughs) you know coppola awful name it's kind of like it's kind of like coppola for me okay uh hold on what i mean is coppola when he made the godfather 2 i feel like that is the mob genre's version of apocalypse now this big unwieldy just huge epic film right but goodfellas what scorsese said he wanted to do in pre-production before they shot the film right he wanted because he never wanted to do another crime movie before he made Goodfellas, he had sworn off it. Okay, that was during his era of making uh, the uh, not the Passion of the Christ, uh, the the Last Temptation of Christ, and he was about to make the Age of Innocence or whatever. Like he wanted to do non-crime films because that's what he was known for was Main Streets, Taxi Driver. You know, you could even argue. I mean, you know, Raging Bull has a lot of the mob in it. Yeah, he didn't want to make that ever again. But then he found a book by a reporter named Nicholas Pileggi. Yep, I uh, have that book called Wise Guy. Did you ever read that? Well, I mean, I've got the audio book and I've listened to it twice. Oh, really? I love it. it it's awesome. Yeah. Okay, okay, I gotta check it out. Um, he read that book, loved that book, got in touch with Pileggi, and he was like, "Hey, I think I got an idea for a movie." And Nicholas Pileggi was like, what? I don't know. Taxi driver toe? What do you think? Who is this? <laughs> he was like, no. It's, well, I mean, well, it's Marty Scorsese. He's like, I thought it was pronounced Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. And he was like. I've been saying Scorsese all my life. Yeah. And Scorsese was just like, why does everybody think it's fucking Scorsese? It's Scorsese. It's not even spelled like Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's spelled At like all. Scorsese. Why yeah. are you doing this? It's big glasses on. It's big. Yeah, and they're all they're like steaming up because he's so upset right now. <laughs> he looks like the guy from Up, which was supposed to be, which is which is Ed Asner, but he looks like the dude from Up. Okay, stop, stop drilling. You hit oil, damn it! Why do you always do this? You nailed it. It's perfect. You fucking killed it. Yes, he does look like the old man from Up. Oh God damn it! Anyways, um, they made this movie. It's called Goodfellas. And what he said he wanted to do in terms of shooting style and editing and with the usage of pop music as its soundtrack, as, as, as Goodfellas is famously known for, it does not have a score. There's no theme song or suite or any of that kind of stuff. It's no. literally just wall-to-wall pop music of the era it's uh, taking place yeah. in, right? So yeah. 50s, 60s, 70s, early 80s. The yeah, la- right. the first song of the film is uh, the song we opened the episode with. 
which is uh, 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 you know, I know what boys want. I forget. I, mean, I don't have it on my screen <laughs> yeah. anymore. But, I know what boys <laughs> but want. The, the the one we opened up the episode with, bump, 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 classic yeah. rags to riches, Tony yeah. Bennett. Yeah. Um, and it ends with one of my all time favorite songs as a punker, "My Way." My Way was, uh, from Sid Vicious. Yeah. Yep. Sid Vicious. Sid Viscous. Sid Viscous. God damn it. I knew I was going to say something wrong in this episode because I'm a fucking idiot yeah. and I've been working so much. You're right. It's Sid Viscous. I'm sorry. You're a fucking idiot. Sid Viscous. A fucking idiot. Hell it's yeah, Sid brother. Viscous, moron. You let everybody <sighs> know that if they ever say his name wrong, go, actually, it's Sid Viscous. And call idiot. him a poser and shove them. Call them an idiot poser and shove them. And then shoulder check them and walk past and be like, boy, bye. <laughs> yeah. As you walk away, they look at their friend and go, it's Sid Vicious. I know it's Sid Vicious. Yeah, and, I, I'm not, and the friend looks at him and just goes, I'm wearing a helicopter hat. I don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he goes, I got the glaive and I need better friends. Anyway, yeah. good fellas, what he wanted to do editing style was to here's the exact quote from him because i think i remembered it's one of my favorite quotes from score from any filmmaker ever about the editing process and it's reflected beautifully in the end product for goodfellas he wanted it to start like a movie trailer and only get faster as the film went on Mm. when the film debuted for test screenings, rather. So I guess before the debut. But when they had test screenings, people walked out of the theater. They were watching Goodfellas, but people stood up and walked out of the theater. You know why? It was too fast. It was too crazy. It was too manic, too hectic, too too, too, too coke-addicted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet we now look at it as... I mean, fuck, dude. It's Goodfellas. It's one of the greatest films ever made. It's might be my favorite Scorsese. Yeah, I think it's mine too. I mean, look, I, I, there are two types of Scorseses. There's the fast, energetic, hyperkinetic editing. You know, the stuff where you get a lot of like, like uh, the Rolling Stones in the soundtrack. And then okay. there's the Scorsese where it's slow and contemplative and it's more about like catholic guilt and Mm. for that for me it's raging bull Mm. right there's scorsese going out and scorsese going in scorsese going out goodfellas all day scorsese going in raging bull and you've still never seen raging bull right i i i believe yeah that's That's your secret shame right i haven't seen phil i'm sure there's a lot more phil Phil. Oh, Phil. Oh, little baby Phil. That's my little sweet little little pink-bellied little baby Phil. (laughs) Yep. You know what we're doing next month? What? We're doing Raging Bull. Okay. We're doing Taxi Driver. Ooh. We're doing Scorsese Month in March. I know we don't want to do a... month kind of thing but i'll do that i'll let's totally just, let's just do it to do it dude and you we'll know what for scorsese we're gonna do hey march that's for scorsese 
Yeah. March is for Scorsese's. Right. All right. Well, look, I think we've covered mob movies today. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you wanted to say about Goodfellas? Because honestly, I don't think it even bears a full episode. I can't even remember what the movie's about. <laughs> I don't. I, I I think we should venture onto that later. Hey, when we do Goodfellas, we'll stick a pen in it for now, huh? Okay, huh? <laughs> I'll stick a pen in it. Stick a pen in it, huh? Stick a pen in it. I can't hear you, huh? What? Your whole mouth is near me. Stop. <laughs> your whole mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, let's find a song to end on. But oh, uh, remember, sign up over on our Patreon right now for three dollars a month. You get three dollars less than the price Next. of a cup. Less than the price of a. Let's talk over each other. Let's do that. No, that's that's listenable. No, go on. No, I no, was no, telling no, 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 no. We'll talk over each other. No, go on. No, no, we'll talk over each other. You do it, man. No, Phil, go on. It's cheaper than a dozen eggs. Is that what you said? That's what I wanted to say. Well, I love that you said that. We'll use it. You want to use it? I suggested to you to use it, and you shouted at me. <laughs> I didn't shout at you, okay? You shouted at me. Did I scream at you? Yeah, and you like, like started crying, and you were like, "Oh no, it's happening again!" Fuck! Yeah. I fucking knew it, man. I'm falling apart over here. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, join us on the Patreon this week because we're going to be talking about, in keeping with the uh, theme, we're going to be talking about, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about, on the Patreon, our favorite Sopranos episodes. Philip picked first. We're doing the classic classic Sopranos episode. So, join us over there. Link is in today's description. And we'll see you next week on the main pod where we're going to be... Well, it's going to be a little somber. We're going to be remembering James Gandolfino. A.K.A. Tony Soprano. Or that one dude in Get Shorty that I liked. A.K.A. A-Cab. See you next week. <laughs> and go watch Get Shorty. I got to play an outro song. Oh, yeah.